providing real solutions for real industry challenges. Welcome to FNF Unplugged, the talk of the title industry. And thanks to both of you for joining us. You know, it's amazing how you can be in this industry for 20 plus years and your kids still have absolutely no idea <laughs> what you do. Why is that, Diane? Gosh, I'll tell you, Brian, there, I could go into so many different, on so many different levels why that is the case. And, you know, I won't even, it's not even just my children, uh, my brother-in-law still asking now, what is it that, you know, title insurance does and how does that work? So, you know, obviously it's important that folks know what we do because really we're protecting the largest investment of most people that most people make in their entire lives. So, you know, I do try to do my best to uh, take a deep breath and kind of walk everybody through why it is important that we do. Yeah, you know, and you're right, Diane. And uh, but, you know, people don't normally go through this, you know, once a month or once a year when they're buying a house. Right. And it's a complicated process when you get down to it. And then you take the little niche part of title insurance and you know it's ultimately an insurance policy but you know it's it's in the grander scheme of what we're doing in order to like you said secure that home buying dream and american dream to allow people to to uh own their home and that's really kind of ultimately what we do yeah well i mean i don't need to tell you this but as you know it's almost as though our industry does such a good job right of making sure that the title is secure that they don't, most folks don't really understand it. So, yeah. but it's important that we do. And I think taking something really complex and simplifying it is important. But I do think, you know, Rob, this past year during the COVID crisis, it really was an opportunity for our industry to showcase what we do and how we protect people and how we do it safely. Like, really, it was amazing to watch how our, our members and our whole industry just pivoted. No, I totally agree. You know, and we have the uh, title is our protection campaign and, and we had started rolling out that out as part of Alta. And then the pandemic hit and you started seeing all the amazing ways that people in the title insurance industry were pivoting to make sure that the real estate transactions were continuing, either from a refinance standpoint, which allows people to, to get access to perhaps equity or funds that, that they needed, or from a purchase standpoint to be moving where they wanted to go when the, within the pandemic. And so you started seeing those, you know, the, the drive up closings, the drive by closings, whatever you want right. to call them, the, the, the yeah. closings, right. but right. still, you, you know, it was critical to allow this machine of the real estate industry to continue. Otherwise, that would have ground to a halt. And as much as the the economy was was slowing down just so drastically and the, the number of people that tragically were losing their jobs, well, imagine if the real estate economy shuts down as well when it's 20% of the economy or whatever. It was just amazing to see the reaction and the ingenuity of the title insurance industry. So it was, it was astounding. And, and Alta played a huge part of it because you were you were communicating that out uh, to the industry, to the you know Alta members and that. And it was just amazing to see. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I know, you know, such a critical part of it was making sure that our industry was identified as being essential 
because that was really how the deals could get done. You know, nobody, the lenders couldn't do their job. The JSCs couldn't do their job. Everybody had to play their part and the way everybody sort of stepped up and, you know, being deemed essential from the Homeland Security Department was critical. But then we also had many challenges state by state, as you probably recall, folks making different decisions. So being able to close that deal at the end of the day and, um, you know, keeping the economy moving forward. It was courageous. You know, it was really, our our members were on the front line. I mean, they were really making things happen and working around the clock. And, and you know, the other news, which we all know was really exciting, was the, the ability for folks to refinance, right? The interest rates were at an all-time low and people were able to save money because really there was so much uncertainty. Nobody really knew what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And for an industry that kind of flies under the radar because they tended to, we tend to do our jobs well and uh, are a, a piece, you know, a small piece of that overall real estate transaction. You know, that was that's kind of the amazing thing of of our industry and the people that, that don't necessarily need to have the limelight, but are certainly a critical part of it. We haven't even touched on the digital, right? Everything that was able to, we were able to do digitally. As you know, um, Alta, we've been working with the mortgage bankers and putting together these boot camps, even pre-pandemic. We did our first one in December of 2019, and we had an overwhelming response. We were really surprised, but still at that point, there were very few people, you know, doing sort of the full online process. And um, now we have almost, what, 29 states where you're allowed to do it digitally. We Our numbers right now, they're probably not exactly accurate, but pretty close, about 17% of all of the closings were done digital in 2020, which is just incredible. And it's not only has it helped, you know, during this pandemic, but there are people who have disabilities, people who work different shifts, you know, it's really enabled a lot of Americans who didn't have access to this to now have these resources and to be able to close from wherever they are. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking a little bit about our industry kind of flying under the radar, but also was so critical during the pandemic and certainly, you know, in our economy in general. And that's kind of the the basis for the, you know, tell our story campaign within Alta, um, which we had developed, you know, started to develop before COVID-19 hit. We pivoted to, to kind of address those issues that were impacting our industry and the real estate industry in general. But now I know we, you know, we're kind of going back again to, to tell our story and the value of what title insurance is, why it's so critically important. Maybe kind of talk a little bit about that and the priorities behind that from an Alta perspective too. Definitely, Rob. Well, as you know, we get together every July with our board members to plan out for the next year, what are the industry's strategic priorities? And um, this is the second year in a row. So um, 2019 was the first and then 2020 um, was the second where we really focused on telling our story. And when we say that, we say it really broadly. I mean, it's sort of making sure that, you know, your customers understand your value. We talked a little bit about that really what we're doing is we're not just like making sure they have insurance and having paperwork filled out where we check to make sure that we are protecting the most, for most folks, the biggest investment that they make in a lifetime, right? So we are protecting their property, but there's a lot that goes into it, right? That folks don't really understand. But it's, you know, for those folks who are um, running their own businesses, it's also helping them be able to let their customers and their community know the role that they play 
it's important for uh, the lenders and the legislators that they work with to really understand what title insurance is and really what differentiates us from everybody else in terms of what we're bringing to the table when folks are, and you mentioned earlier, Rob, this is the biggest purchase most people make, but they probably only do it a couple times in their life, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, them, and you have to rely on, uh, you know, a third party or, or another expert in that industry to kind of help you and walk you through that process. And that's what I loved about this campaign is that, you know, it really got down to just the specifics of, okay, what what do we do and how is it a benefit to not only the end consumers that are getting this insurance policy, but also the people involved in the, the whole transaction that are bringing it to play, you know, not only protecting the ownership interest within that home, but also the large amounts of money that are just changing hands, you know, I mean, billions of dollars kind of exchanging hands within this real estate transaction area. And it's the title companies that are really at the forefront to be able to to monitor that and protect that and educate the consumers and the other real estate uh, stakeholders as to the issues there and the vulnerability uh, within those, those schemes. Well, as you know, two really big vulnerabilities. One is wire fraud. So mm-hmm. it, it really does come down to the title insurance industry to make sure that the information that the customer has is accurate, where that money is going, and making sure everybody's educated. And we have a, uh, as part of telling our story, we have a huge effort to stop wire fraud. And we're working with other partners in our industry, which is really, really valuable. And then, of course, there's the data privacy piece of it, too, right, um, at, particularly in our industry, because we are talking about large sums of money and um, people are trying to get access to that. And so those are continue to be a big part. And the more we can educate people and also propose different types of legislation. Um, we're working on the SECURE Act, as you know, a, a federal piece of legislation right now and have been sort of on the forefront when the pandemic hit, that we can standardize um, those types of efforts in the states across the country. And many, right now, as you know, because you work in lots of different states, there's lots of different rules and regulations. So getting one standardized approach to having folks be able to close digitally and do a lot of this as we're moving forward, because as you know, none of us thought we all knew we were moving in this direction, but none of us thought it would happen this quickly and we'd be this far along and it's not going to go away, which is not a bad thing, right? We just have to make sure it's secure and that folks are able to sort of, it's a benefit and doesn't become, you know, to your point, an opportunity for the bad guys. No, so true. You know, and something we should mention too, with the tell our story campaign, you've got, both videos that have been professionally produced. There's uh, various marketing materials uh, that people get access to. This is all in the alta.org website. If you just Google alta.org, tell our story campaign, you can get access to, to all of these, including email taglines and things like that. If, if there are Alta members listening to this, they can get access to this material to use in their own companies and with their own customers and or clients and consumers in, in general. And uh, I know that there was just already a huge number of hits within the campaign that we've done on the social media sites and out there. I, I think I saw something like 5.4 million impressions already within yeah. this campaign, which is enormous. And again, is, is getting our story and the, the value proposition of why this is so important to have. Well, you're right, because, you know, a lot of times when folks, when you're going to meet with a customer, 
to your point, Rob, they can send this video ahead of time. You know, here's here's what we did. Here's this will give you an idea, and then you can get into the complexities of the industry afterwards. But it really does open up that discussion, and it really does help people have a better sense. And we use it when we're visiting legislators, you know, whether at the state level or even at the federal level. Or well, even regular. better, you can use it with your family to tell them what you do. That's a great <laughs> idea. I think we should start our next Thanksgiving with a little video. Yeah, say, right? before we carve the turkey, we're going to watch a little video on what yeah. I do. This is what paid for this turkey. Yeah, that usually works better, don't you think? At least, you know, at least yeah, that's the one that really kind of happens. But no, it's, it's true. I mean, there's definitely a lot of information in our industry and being able to visualize it for folks and make it simple. And another area, too, that hopefully our members who are listening and others will pass it along to folks in our industry, there's a social media campaign effort to it that they can use and put their name on it and, um, you know, share it with their members. And that's the whole idea. It's a, it's a public education effort. So folks really understand what we do, how we do it, and why it's important. Yeah, that's no, great. Well, we want to thank both of you for joining us. And before we go, any takeaways from our discussion that you want to follow up on? You know, one area we didn't get to talk a lot about, Rob, but it's relatively new, is the foundation that was started, the Alter Good Deeds Foundation, as a result of the pandemic. You know, Yeah, it's great. Great yeah, story. Yeah, we were talking about earlier how our industry just pivoted, right, and got their work done. But then they were also helping their communities, which is what they always do. So one of the things we recognized immediately was, like, our industry tells its own story, right? They're out there doing it. All we have to do is package it for them and let folks see it. And I think the foundation was a perfect way to really be able to recognize that and to help enhance the work that our members are doing in their communities. And I think our members knew that they were, you know, extremely blessed and fortunate to be having their industry still moving along and, uh, you know, still in business. And yet they saw around their community, many, many people that, that weren't able to, and were really struggling and uh, so, yeah, so I think they wanted to, to start giving back. And then the, the Alta Good Deeds Foundation was something that Alta and its members, you know, felt was a good thing to start up to be able to give back to communities and showcase that. Yeah. So we've already been able to award $125,000 to 21 organizations, which has been really exciting. And other than that, Brian, just Alta.org. All this information is on Alta.org. Great info. Thanks to both of you for joining us. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Brian and Rob, for giving us an opportunity to talk about it. We're so excited to be here and look forward to working with you guys. Thanks, Diane. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. If you have questions, comments, or would like us to feature a specific topic, email fnfeducation at fnf.com. Thanks for downloading FNF Unplugged, a presentation of the FNF family of companies, all rights reserved. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent, including Fidelity National Financial or its directors. Please seek legal or financial advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.